Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. So the speed, the pace, the motion of our society uh, creates a, a lot of confusion. Uh, so many of us are chasing chasing motion uh, and missing out on opportunities for real forward movement. And we have to remember that's always the goal, uh, is to move forward in a positive way. But it's so easy to get distracted with motion. Uh, we've talked about uh, how many meetings are just inefficient and ineffective. They talk about a lot of things. They create a lot of energy and excitement, even some grand plans. But was there any forward movement as a result? We've seen that in a lot of the discussions today. A lot of motion, a lot of commotion, but did we really get any forward movement in the end? And we have to be careful because we we always want this ability to say, hey, we're doing something. I did something today. I, I made progress. And sometimes we chase that to the point that we're we're not doing anything. We're running around in circles. And in some cases, we're even moving backwards because we're exhausted. Uh, remember, we, we usually run out of energy before we run out of opportunity in just about anything in life, uh, whether that's a personal goal, whether that's a business, a, a movement, an opportunity. Uh, we often just get exhausted and we run out of energy before we run out of opportunity. And a lot of the reason we run out of energy is because we're chasing movement instead of, uh, excuse me, motion instead of forward movement. And so that confusion and distraction uh, are, are really uh, a real thing for entrepreneurs, for business owners, and obviously it's a big challenge in our nation's capital. And so many have become so addicted uh, or deceived by perpetual motion. Uh, so the challenge for all of us, especially as we roll into the new year, is to be able to distinguish between motion and forward movement. Uh, usually, uh, I define that as being the difference between being really busy and actually being productive. And I can tell you, over the years, uh, I have consulted a lot of very frazzled, frantic, stressed out business executives and politicians of all kinds. They're constantly chasing stuff. They're forever working. At the end of the day, they're often left wondering, uh, what, are, what do we really do today? And so when we, we look at that, uh, I like to go back to uh, a particular problem. Uh, many of us hear the the haunting echoes when we're deciding what to do during our day. We, we hear that uh, voice of a parent or a teacher or maybe even a former boss yelling, you know, don't just stand there, do something. And while action is super important, don't get me wrong, uh, there are times when we might be better uh, to respond to a different kind of call, to a call to don't just do something, stand there. I think the ability to be still, to be present, to ponder, reflect, uh, are really becoming lost arts in the world today. And it just forces us or causes us to chase more motion instead of movement. Because think about it. If you would just stand there and think and just honestly assess, 
you can make course corrections, you can make new goals, you can gain new perspective, but you can't do that when you're racing and chasing about every little thing that comes up. If we're constantly chasing the motion of what we're scrolling through on our social media feed, uh, that will make you feel very busy, but it will not give you any forward movement at all. And I think everybody has to step back and, and recognize that. Uh, when we chase the motion, uh, it often becomes commotion or even confusion. So movement, on the other hand, let's look at that for a second. Uh, movement is purposeful. It's intentional. Sometimes it might feel a little bit plodding. It re- always requires a little bit of patience, but it does take you forward towards the goal or whatever you're trying to work on. Uh, I remember uh, reading something from uh, Brent Oral from uh, American Enterprise Institute Uh, He was talking about the motion versus movement as it relates to what happens in Washington, D.C. He said this. He said, in Washington's policy battles, the time-tested adage, you can't beat something with nothing, uh, that's kind of how it flows. The idea is that social ills require solutions, and doing nothing is never the right thing to do. Bad policy beats no policy every time. In the one-way federal ratchet, bad policies are usually met with less bad policies, and the growth of government continues in a relentless march. And then he concluded with this, but what if the facts on the ground say otherwise? What if nothing, doing nothing, standing still on some issues does beat something? What if it is better to just be still for a moment and to think a little longer, to explore a little bit more? And so you can look at all the different government programs uh, that have expanded and expanded over the years, uh, mostly chasing motion rather than are we actually solving the problem that this legislation set out to do? Are we really helping? So, for example, we have 87 different poverty programs at the federal level, many that are duplicative, many that even go contrary to one another all of which get funded year after year after year. And we're not stopping long enough, being still long enough to even assess. Are we just are we just in perpetual motion? Or are we actually moving forward to solve this problem? Uh, that requires a, a great deal of honesty, integrity, authenticity. And I I get it. I get it that it's really hard, especially for our elected officials, to resist the thrill and the temporary satisfaction or the fundraising dollars of chasing a motion-producing program. Re-election for a politician is always easier when they can point to a program they launched or something they did. And that kind of politically expedient motion always comes with a price. It's expensive. Uh, It hurts the country. And so it requires all of us to just kind of slow down a little bit and and not chase it. And as we begin the new year, I think one of the most important things we can do in really every aspect of our lives is to be very intentional, to not just chase. Don't just react to what's going on out there, and whether that's in your home or your relationship or your business or your community. We don't have to react to everything. We have to remember that the one thing that separates us humans from all the other animals out there is the fact that we have this ability to choose a response. 
Uh, we do not have to be like Pavlov's dog and just react to whatever the stimulus is that's in front of us. We can make a choice. And many of us need to make that choice better when it comes not only uh, to what we spend our time on, particularly in social media, but also what we choose to put out there. Uh, Because in that race and chase, you often end up making really bad choices. Uh, One of the choices I think we often make is we speak in anger. Uh, I have told uh, politicians and business leaders around the world that give a speech in anger and you will give the best speech you will ever live to regret. Because it's easy, because it's motion, and it's even emotion. When you're all charged up with emotion, when you're angry, when you're frustrated, uh, you can deliver a heck of a speech. But that's all it's going to be is motion. It's not going to unite a nation. It's not going to call people to their better angels. It's not going to lead towards practical, tactical solutions that will make a difference for real people in real communities. So the test for us is to be intentional. The test is to always evaluate, is this is this thing I'm about to chase, this thing I'm about to engage in, am I just chasing more motion in my life? Am I just going to be more exhausted when this is over? Or is it going to give me a chance to make some progress, to move forward, to accomplish something? And remember, when you are feeling tired, it's usually your weariness is because you've been chasing the motion. It's addictive. It's exhilarating. But it's also exhausting. and It's incredibly unproductive. So let's be about forward movement this year in our conversations, in our interactions, in our communities, and especially in our conversations. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for listening to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.